Welcome everyone to the Heal and Awaken podcast. This is your host, Aparna, and we are on season four, Heart-Centered Living with my very dear teacher, mentor, friend, Dr. Paul Douglas. <clears throat> he is the academic dean of New World Ayurveda. He is also a strong proponent of heart-based meditation, and he's an author of several books. Uh, you will see all the links for him in the show notes. And I'm very excited about today's topic because this is probably on all of our minds, at least a lot of the times. And today's topic is abundance and heart-centered living, creating the life we want to live. Welcome, Dr. Douglas. It's great to have you here again. Thank you so much, Aparna. It's great to be back and to be sharing this timely topic. Yes, it's very timely where there's so much mm, anxiety or fear around lack of abundance or what the future holds for all of us globally with this pandemic and uh, the major shifts in the economy, etc. So... Let me just start by asking you a very basic question. What is abundance? So we think about abundance often in terms of financial terms, in terms of, of finances and money, bank accounts. And when I'm using the term abundance, I'm really talking about that aspect of creativity forever it i could not understand how wealth is created until i realized that what is taking place is just that that there is a something creative that is of benefit to others and and it's that and the energy behind it is what creates that aspect of wealth. Well, the same with abundance. It's part of the part of the nature of consciousness. Consciousness in and of itself is creative. It's also abundant. And we've talked in the past about the basic experiences of the heart space. When we turn our attention to the heart space, we experience peace. As we get more practice and we get more experience with it, we start to notice there's a, a subtle blissfulness that eventually becomes a, a fullness. And then the third experience is the one of, of unity. Within that fullness, as we experience that more, what we're beginning to tap into, what we're beginning to see is that aspect of consciousness that is full, that is creative, and that is responsible for abundance. So like everything, we don't take an angle of, well, just believe this or just think this or just be positive and 
you'll be all right. We want to base things on our own exploration, our own experience of our own consciousness. As we start to do that, as we start to explore that subtle pleasantness or that, that blissfulness that becomes full, becomes fullness, we start to tune into the vibration, the energy of abundance, the energy of creativity. And it is that energy that is attractive. We sort of have it backwards in the sense that we think if we do something to our physical body and if we look a certain way, we'll be attractive. It's the internal energy and attitude that is attractive. And when we start to tap into this vibration of fullness, of blissfulness within our own self, within our own hearts, that's when we begin to, to be vibrating at such a, a high vibration that we, that we are attractive not only to other people, we're also attractive to those opportunities and those things in life that represent that fullness and that abundance. And so it's not about wishful thinking or pretending. It's, it's beginning to understand that life is basically energetic and that the energy that we put out has an effect. It's just that simple. The energy that we put out has an effect. Now, how powerful is that effect that really has to do with how much consciousness we've cultivated, how, how much awareness and how much flow is capable through our own heart into that fullness, into that energy of abundance. It's what also orients the mind more towards creativity and towards discovering amazing opportunities. When we're in that state of fullness and we're in an innocent state, we're not demanding from life anything. We're not demanding, we're not grasping. And so things can come to us ideas can come to us, creations can come to us, insight it can come to us, oh, I could do this, this would help these people, these people need this. And that all of a sudden becomes a tremendous source of abundance, becomes another career, becomes something that creates great benefit for others. And through that, gives us true abundance in the sense that not only are, are, is there a financial flow, there's also the, the flow of support, there's also the, the flow of, uh, of the love and community. There, and, and so there's this holistic unfolding that comes. And so not to harp on just one thing, 
but fundamental to abundance is going to be this process of heart centering and fundamental obviously is, is growing consciousness that we do through meditation. Thank you for explaining that because I made some notes before and during our pre-recording conversation and in a lot of today's spirituality there is this aspect of being deserving i deserve this i deserve everything and then there's the piece around worthiness can you explain the difference because i can believe all i want about how deserving i am but if i don't experience that divine worthiness within myself there won't be a flow of creativity and there certainly won't be a flow of consciousness and there won't be any abundance or there will be minimal abundance. So would you explain to our audience this difference between believing in how deserving I am versus knowing my worthiness? Yeah, it brings up several of these um, misconceptions in the common spiritual outlook in our current culture. And I think that there's, there's a great fear of ego and being um, attached and in a sense, almost a fear of materiality. And and yet, simultaneously, there is almost this sense of, of um, I don't want to use the word entitlement, but it's almost this sense of, well, that I, I deserve this to come to me um, effortlessly. And in one sense, it is true. In one sense, our design is such. A lot of what we are experiencing, a lot of what we're going through is not really an inherent part of our design. In other words, we weren't really designed to suffer. That's something that we've created. And, and so, in a sense, we are, by recognizing our true nature, it is the case that we recognize who we are. So I think this will help to distinguish what you're saying between this deserving and this worthiness in the sense that the, the small self and the mind can get into thinking, well, I really deserve to have this. And yet that is the mind's evaluation. And what is undermining it often is this sense of 
well, I have to do something in order for that to happen, or I have to, um, I have this sense of not being worthy, which are egoic expressions. It's when we get out of the ego and we recognize our divinity <clears throat> that we finally understand the aspect of both worth and deserving. When we come out of that lack feeling, I think that's the best way I can express it. When we're in the deserving mind, we have this feeling of lack and like, well, it's not there and I deserve it. And what we're, what we do when we get out of the ego is we dive into this ocean of fullness. And we know definitively our awesomeness. <laughs> we know def definitively our divinity. And, and from that, from that experience of who we actually are, we both attain to recognizing that we are completely worthy and also that we are completely deserving of all wonderful things in life. That part of what we came here was to be able to smell the roses and to be able to enjoy the beauty of, of physical creation and to be able to enjoy the love of other souls and, and the, the feeling of a hug and just the wonderful aspects of being in this physical existence. So when we come to explore the heart center, we come to that fullness and we come to recognize, oh, this isn't just a little aspect of myself. This isn't just my heart. The heart centering is a window into our being. And that being has that fullness. It has that blissfulness. It has that sense of inherent worth. And from that inherent worth, there's no question of, of you know, lack or needing something external. We don't need external verification. We don't, we don't need the external world to be reflecting some desire in order to know our deservedness. So when we're in complete worth, we're in fullness and we're not in lack. When we are in the ego and we're like, well, I deserve this and why isn't it here? And, and therefore what's wrong with me? We are going into illusion. It, it doesn't work that way. How it works is we create from the energy that we put out. If we're putting out an energy of lack and sadness and all of that because things aren't happening the way we project they should be, then we're, we amplify that with our consciousness because consciousness is creative. The more attention we put on that, the more we amplify that. When we come to know ourself, then 
we amplify that energy of fullness, that energy of abundance, that energy of worthiness, that energy that of creativity, and that energy of knowing ourselves, that certainty. And from that, we get greater creativity, we get greater abundance, we get those things reflective of the of the worthiness that we have discovered within ourselves. Hope that clarifies it. It does, you know, I'm sitting here listening to you as this is recording and I think, well, that pretty much describes me on all the years I've known myself, going from the wallowing of I don't have this and maybe I'll never have it, but everyone else is gonna have it and poor me or I have bad karma and just on and on and on and how life gave me that because that's what I thought about probably at least 80% of the time and as I grew out of it and not in some magical way but actually through proper effort and meditation and healing and all of that whatever I amplified from that place is what I'm seeing right in front of my eyes. And, and I was thinking, well, I am the perfect person to host this podcast series because I can attest in every episode how I have had massive transformation through heart centering, through heart-based meditation and all the other healing, healing sessions that I've had with you and in the spiritual mentoring program and how, but it, when I look back, I realize how effortless it was. It wasn't like I had to like self-flagellate or hurt myself or pay for my sins and whatever, all those numerous ways of this, you know, the suffering for transformation, but it was just so beautiful and effortless and natural. And I didn't even think about it after each session. And I could just feel layers and layers of old patterning and darkness or thoughts or programming is just falling away. And of course, I'm sure more will because it's not done till we're done. Um, but it's I so beautiful what you've done. And, and I, I love the fact that you've you really noticed how natural it is because that's also an aspect both of consciousness and its creativity and its abundance. It grows. It's natural for consciousness to grow. It's unnatural. We have to put up resistance. We have to work not to grow. And most people don't realize that. Um, people are, are afraid to look at things and they don't realize the amount of energy it takes to sit in denial, you know, or, or to just continue the same patterns after they've really worn out takes a lot of energy. I'm sure you'll notice so many yes. clients come to you with fatigue. Yeah. It's because so much of the energy is, is getting in the way, is, is blocking. It's, it's being poured into those things that block growth. And that level of misalignment is, I think it produces so much anxiety. Nothing about it feels right. 
and we get wrapped up in the symptom of it, which is anxiety, and we treat the anxiety with medication and Netflix and alcohol and too much eating and all those types of things, while really our true being is just saying, can you just let me be? Because life is going to be pretty magical if you just let me be. And people just need that bridge, you know, and the heart centering is just so inviting. It's like the door opens to the altar of your own heart and you're just welcomed in in the most natural way. And it works for everyone, no matter what your mindset is or what religion you follow or don't. I'm sure even you can be an atheist and heart center and have powerful yeah. experiences. Definitely. So as you know, as I was listening to you, I, I thought of this, um, I would love to know in relation to abundance and creating the life we want to live, your wisdom and insight on receptivity. Because I think that is an aspect that we really need to open ourselves up to instead of feeling like I'm going to go make this happen. It's all in my hands and oh my gosh, there's so much effort. But there is this subtle aspect of receptivity that I had zero connection to for a long, long time. And as you know, I was good at like pounding the pavement and making things happen. But yes. the joy is minimal from that because you're exhausted yeah. in, in that egoic thinking that it was all me and oh my gosh, how hard it was and I did it. And it's pure ego either defeated or inflated it doesn't matter it's pure ego so it's it it has its time and place let me let me just say i mean you've you're really beautiful with what you've been able to do what makes the difference is the energy behind it again if we're in resistance to what is and we're operating from a a feeling of lack and I've got to make this happen. Lord knows I know that one well with trying to create health centers and so forth. It, it is something that is draining because we're in resistance first to what is. We're not starting from abundance. We're not starting from a fullness. We're not starting from a place of joy. We're starting from an assumption of lack that this is missing and this is needed and this whole kind of needy kind of energy that that resistance to what is and that um that that assumption of lack and the um and the pushing against what is rather that that's all very draining and it again consciousness is creative it amplifies and so if we're putting our attention on you know all of what what we don't like about what is that's gonna that's gonna take tremendous energy to push through what makes for the greatest success is when we can operate out of the ego's fear and sense of lack when we can operate out of joy 
the joy of bringing forth something into the world out of the fullness of our heart. That's when the higher energies start to flow. And that's where the energies can flow through us and be the most creative. And so there is an element of receptivity, but this is something that I caution people about. And that is this sense of, oh, I'm just going to open and the, you know, universe is just going to pour this on me because I'm thinking the right way. It doesn't work that way. Again, it's energetic and the universe will harmonize with the energy and amplify the energy that you're putting forth. So there is something to do. What what becomes important is that we're putting that that energy out that fullness that joy the joy of creativity the joy of being and we're radiating that and in that we are receptive to where the flow goes we you know, so that it's, it doesn't have to be this way. You know, we can help somebody with their health through nutrition. Maybe it flows that way. We can help them with their health by helping to uplift their mood. So they have the energy to take care of themselves. We can help them with being excited about beginning to move as a way of getting more flow and exercise. So there are many, many how it will work and where it will flow and what will pop up as sort of the, the path of abundance is something that we have to be open to. And it may look very different from where we start. You know, we may we may have a concept that, oh, I want to be, you know, I want to be teaching doctors about mind-body medicine. And it may be that instead, the flow and the excitement and the fullness goes to teaching those on the police force. And so it's like that. It, it, it will it require us to be receptive and open to where the flow is going. At the same time, from our side, we have to do two things. One is we have to uplift ourselves and keep our vibration high, keep that sense of fullness uh, present, that sense of inner bliss and fullness there. The second is we have to let go of 
or transform those beliefs that block our being able to radiate that fullness. So one of the beliefs that we we both had, I think, is that we have to do it all instead of being able to turn things over to other people, to turn it over to the universe, to turn it over to the flow. It's those types of beliefs or the beliefs around worthiness or deservedness. It's that it's hard for that energy to flow when that's present. And so as we practice heart centering, as we are more involved with heart-centered living, that that energy of fullness and abundance starts to be present more and then we can start to see, oh, what does the mind do that takes me away from that being the truth of my experience? What does the mind do that pulls me out of that? Oh, mind says, well, I've got to do it and I've got to work a job and I've got to do this and I've got to do that. And all the gotta, 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 gotta's, that energy limits the flow. And so we start to realize, oh, no, I can live in fullness. I, I can have that be my reality internally. And from that, I can create even more abundance. I have never felt better in my life. That is what I'll say. And hard work is not necessary. Suffering is no longer necessary for any of us. Learn heart-based meditation. Practice heart-centering every day till you know that it is the real you. And it's so easy. It's the hardest thing. Isn't that what you say? The hardest thing is it's so easy. Yes. And um, this has been a fabulous conversation. Thank you once again. And uh, forget vision boards. Start heart-centering. That's what I'll say. <laughs> or, or make your vision board and heart center and do heart-based meditation. I promise you, you will have the most fun in creating the life that you want. So thank you, Dr. Douglas. And I look forward to our next conversation in the coming week or so. Thank you all for listening. Uh, check out Dr. Douglas's books on Amazon. Check out heartbasedmeditation.com um, heart as well as the Dream See Do platform for heart-centered li living and uh, also newworldayurveda.com. Thank you all and thank you, Dr. Douglas. I will talk to you very soon. Thank you. Bye -bye.